Hi, I'm Kyla. Welcome to my podcast. As some of you might know, this month is May. Well, hopefully, you know, this month is May. But as well as just being May, it is also Mental Health Awareness Month. So, in honour of Mental Health Awareness Month, I thought I would make a podcast sharing my mental health journey and story. Uh, My mental health journey involves depression, anxiety, OCD, and suicidal ideations. So, before we get into it, I just want to put out a trigger warning. If anyone is struggling with any kind of mental illness and thinks that this episode might trigger them, please, please, please don't watch it. But for those of you who feel like you can tune in, grab a snack, sit down and enjoy. This will be a four-part series of the different stages in my life. So this first episode will be starting with my early life, as that seems like the right place to start. So, let's get into it. Ever since I was, can even remember, I've always struggled with anxiety. Obviously, I didn't know it was anxiety when I was young. But looking back now, you can definitely see that I had anxiety. I've always been an anxious person my whole life. I would freak out if my parents were late, a minute late to pick me up, I would burst into tears. Even if they weren't late, they just weren't early. I would be upset and I would start thinking the worst possible things. My brain would just spiral into this mess of thoughts and I would think the worst possible outcome, they must be dead, they must have had a car accident, something terrible must have happened. Uh, I've also always struggled with talking to people and new people. I've always had um, social problems. I am born, I was born in March 2005, so I'm currently 15 years old and Being born in March and living in Australia, I could choose if I wanted to start school when I was four or I could be held back here and start when I was five. Now, I was completely ready to start school when I was the young age of four. Academically, I was completely ready, but my parents just always felt that I just wasn't quite socially there. I've just always struggled with social problems, but nevertheless, I started school when I was four years old. New things have always scared me, talking to people. I'd get really anxious about this. Mind you, I was never diagnosed with any kind of mental illness until I 
was 12, I think. So my parents and me never, never thought anything of this. Um, in grade three is when things started happening and there was very obviously something wrong. This is when the first signs of my OCD really came out. I was washing my hands so many times a day. I wasn't exactly a germaphobe, but it was just things I touched. I would touch anything with my hand. I would touch a wall. I would touch another person and become terrified. I, I can't explain why I was so terrified, but I would rush off and wash my hands. I was probably washing my hands 50 to 100 times a day to the point I developed rashes and eczema all over my hands. Now, again, my parents obviously noticed this and noticed something was wrong, but didn't think anything of it. Um, this is no hate towards my parents. They didn't know what they were looking for, so that's that's fine. Um, the rest of my primary school years went about pretty, pretty normal. Uh, obviously, I had these few problems. I eventually got over the hand washing, just the time, cut it out. But when I started high school, year seven, I was 11 years old. Obviously transitioning to a high school is a big step for anyone. I can't remember much about my transition to high school. Um, but as time, as time went on, um, I ended up seeing a psychologist for the first time. I, later in year seven, I talked to my mum and I was like, mum, I think I'm having some problems with anxiety. Now, Honestly, I can't completely remember if this was year seven or year eight. It's, my memory gets pretty blurry around uh, that time, but it was around the age of 12 or 13. I just noticed I was having some anxiety and I started to learn what mental health issues were. So we went to my GP and we got a test and it came back saying, yeah, I have some anxiety. No biggie, just, you know, low levels of anxiety. Uh, obviously not good, but it could be managed. So we then went to get some talking therapy. We went to a free government uh, organised mental health centre. And I had an appointment with... A psychologist there. This is my first experience ever talking to a psychologist and it was awful. There was nothing good about it. I was 
had anxiety in that meeting the entire time. I ended up crying. It was just absolutely awful. Uh, and we left and I told my mum I'm never going back there. It was just awful. So some time went on and we just decided it's all right. We'll just go without uh, a therapy for a while. And I was feeling, I was feeling good. Now, we're definitely in year eight now. And this is when things started going not so well. Again, I, I can't remember the exact time frames of this, but it was in year eight. And this was the first time I started cutting. I remember I was... This part definitely needs a trigger warning just before I get into this. I'm talking about self-harm and cutting, so click off or skip past this if you need to. I was in my room on my floor and there was just a little uh, serrated sharp knife, like a tomato cutting knife or something, on my floor, which I must have been cutting up an apple with or something. I, I can't remember and I don't know what came over me, but I just took it and I cut along my leg. Uh, this obviously didn't make much of an impact at all on, on myself. Uh, it wasn't a very sharp knife, but it was enough to see that something had happened. Um, a few minutes after that, I was going to a friend's house. So I was wearing shorts and I tried to go out the door. My mum pulled me over and said, Kyla, what's that? And I was like, nothing, nothing. And she said, it's obviously something. It's, it's self-harm. And I said, mum, I just need to go. And I rushed out the door and went to my friend's house. At my friend's house, my friends noticed as well. Um, they just saw it. They, they didn't. They didn't do much about it again it's no hate would them we were young what could have they done um the next day my mum talked to me about it again and basically said kyla that's a horrible thing to do don't do that again and i was like yes yes okay mum i won't and for a while i didn't but then it started up again i started cutting again I, this time, for this was, this was on my uh, lower leg, on my, on my calf, but this time I thought, where can I do it where no one will notice? So I started cutting on my thighs. Again, this started with just very, very small cuts, not even bleeding, and eventually they got bigger and bigger and sharper, and I changed what I was using. I'm not going to say what I was using, I don't want to get into that, um, but until I was actually cutting open my skin uh, and, and bleeding out a lot and um, eventually I, I got to the point 
of cutting myself so bad that one of my cuts I could see the fat in my leg coming through. Uh, again, this is very gruesome, but I just wanted to stress the level that this escalated. It's it's always it just gets worse every single time. Um, and obviously no one knew about my cutting. I didn't want to tell anyone. So even though it, I definitely needed medical attention and I needed stitches, I didn't tell anyone, so I didn't get medical attention. Uh, once I was cutting in the bathroom and my sister walked in on me, my older sister, and she saw and I saw her see me and she just ran out of the room and I was just praying maybe she didn't see maybe it's okay and I went to bed and I hid under my covers and I was so upset I was so scared of what was going to happen and then my parents walked in my sister had gone and told them Again, no hate towards my parents, but they had never experienced anything like this. They didn't know what to do, so they took it out in anger. They got very frustrated and angry at me, cutting myself, and say said how horrible it was that my sister had to find me like that. Um, luckily, at this point, the very same week, I was booked in to see another psychologist because I had talked to my mum about it and said maybe I need another one so we were booked in with a private psychologist so we went there and I saw her a few times and she was all right not too good not too bad uh we just didn't really click um and my parents told her about my self-harming and this part I honestly can't remember if while I was talking to her I did stop self-harming or not. Um, It's just totally a blur. But eventually, around that time, I did stop self-harming. But I still had these scars and and, and these, these wounds healing and I just didn't know how to handle things like this because I didn't know anyone who was self-harming so I just thought this is a secret I can't tell anyone it's a horrible thing which ended up making my mental health a lot worse and I just didn't tell anyone I wore long pants all the time and I kept it such a secret um and I do remember I stopped cutting in around October of 2018. I must have been 13 at this point. It was around this time that I met my boyfriend for the first time. Um, and I really have to say he, you know, he saved me. It, um, that stopped me at least this, this first round of self-harm. Um, and as anyone who's struggling with self-harm and mental illness will know, 
you can stop, but every now and then you'll still have relapses. So once or twice, I did have relapses uh, just for a day. I maybe cut myself once and then stopped and I left it. For a long time, I was in a really, really good place, the best I had been in a long time. The most of year nine, uh, or all of year nine, all of year nine now that I think about it, uh, yeah, I was in a really good uh, space mentally. Um, no, it must have, <laughs> sorry, again, the memory's not very good. It must have not been quite all of Year 9, but most of Year 9, I was in a really good place. And now we are coming up to around September of 2019. And... This was around the one-year anniversary of when I uh, started cutting um, before. And I wasn't, I wasn't feeling good um, at this point. And I cut myself on my thigh again for the first time in almost a year. Uh, and the thing about self-harm, which some of you may know, is if you, the last time you self-harmed, you were cutting uh, a particularly deep, let's say, you know, three millimetres deep or something, even if you stop for the next year, when you come back, you'll normally start again at where you left off. So this one relapse, it, it was quite, quite bad cuts. And it was, I wasn't thinking about it at the time, but um, this was much lower down on my thigh. So before I could wear shorts and cover it up like that, but this was lower down. And about a month later, we went to the beach for the first time. Now, at this point, most of my friends knew I used to self-harm, and I told them again. I relapsed and I went. Uh, but my parents didn't know. No one else knew. And I went to uh, buy long swim shorts that could cover these scars. Um... But at the beach, my the same sister again uh, caught a glimpse of it. And later on, my mum was telling me. Um, and she was saying... Um, and, and she asked me if I had cut again. And I said, no, mum. And she ended up making me show her. And there was new cuts there. Um, so, again, I got booked in to see 
my third psychologist towards the end of year nine. This psychologist was um, through through a company, so well, it wasn't a private psychologist. And also around this time, or just before this, I went to my GP to say, hey, I think I need a psychologist again. And she was like, yep. And she also gave me my first medication. She prescribed me sertraline. And I thought, yes, this is this is good. I think I need this medication. And I went home and my mom said I couldn't take it. She didn't think I needed it. And so for about a, a month, I, I didn't have, I couldn't take this medication until my mum talked to this GP herself and finally agreed, yes, she can let me take the medication. So I started taking the medication. I didn't notice much change at all. And I kept seeing this psychologist um, and, uh, sorry, um, at this point I was, again, self-harming on my thigh, my lower thigh again. And I, I didn't tell this psychologist. Um, I kept it a secret. So I, I was getting help. Um, and again, at this point, I just had anxiety and some OCD things as well. Uh, my OCD has never been that bad. But um, yeah, so I was on medication and I was seeing... A psychologist and that's where I'm going to leave this episode today in the next episode we'll go more into the severity um, when when my mental health really started plummeting um, so that's all for today uh, I hope you enjoyed Please, after this, go look up some pictures of fluffy animals, fluffy cows. I love fluffy cows, baby animals. Anything that makes you happy, just don't go cheer yourself up. And I hope you enjoyed, and I hope to see you next time. Thanks. Okay, bye.